Hello everyone, this is Adrian. I just want to extend a very warm thank you to all our listeners. For those returning, we appreciate your listenership and we would love for you to keep returning. And for those who are new, welcome to Garbage Nation. It only goes downhill from here. Before we continue, I want to ask that y'all please rate and leave reviews for Garbage Nation on whichever platform you listen to us on. It really helps get us out there so we can give you better, more hard-hitting, funnier, and more crazy content. We really appreciate your listenership. And again, our website and our inboxes are open where you can submit your trash stories, submit garbage people in your life, or just build an awesome relationship with us as your tour guides through Garbage Nation. Thank you again to all our listeners, old and new, and we look forward to bringing you even better content in the future. Let's go! Hi everybody, and welcome back to my channel. I'm Adrian. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Hello everybody, and welcome to Garbage Nation. My name is Adrian, and people often ask me, how are you single? But the thing is, those people haven't seen the crazy yet. No, they have not. If they're wondering that exact thought, it's because they don't know any better. Do you know my crazy Louise? <laughs> That's why we're friends. <laughs> I'm Louise, and people get really surprised. We're kind of going on the same vibe right now. Surprised when I tell them how I am able to make time to work out, socialize, study, excel in my work and relationships, but anything is possible when you lie. I was going to ask you, is it the cocaine? <laughs> yes. Okay, so, you, so it's the lies and the cocaine. You're halfway to being a celebrity, and it's so connected to what we're going to talk about today. Yes, exactly. So so this week's trash consists of dirty makeup brushes, spoiled meat, and the problematic past of two aging social media influencers who have no one else to blame but themselves for their awful summer. I like it. This is good. That <laughs> okay, was good. Okay, okay. Yeah, don't sell yourself short. That's the cocaine okay. talking. <laughs> That is right, beauties. Today, we're going to be talking about Jeffree Star, Shane Dawson, and the drama surrounding their racist pasts and their unaccountability in the present. Before we dive in, I want to acknowledge our main sources. Um, and of course, you can find the rest of our sources on our website at garbage-nation.com. Uh, our main sources for this episode were um, we had a New York Times article by Taylor Lorenz titled The Problem with Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star. Um, and then we also had a People magazine article titled An In-Depth Timeline of YouTuber Tati Westbrook's Explosive Feud with Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson. And that's by Hannah Flanagan. And generally, there are no shortage of sources out there. No. So We're all you, like fucking insider. It's fucking crazy, isn't it? Insider and YouTube. And it was so easy to go down this rabbit hole because there's a lot of a lot of information about people that I did not know anything about until like two weeks ago. 
So today we are going to be talking about Shane Dawson, Jeffree Star, their individual histories, and what brought them together. We're also going to talk about the weight of damage that they have caused as they, ha- as they have moved through the beauty community on YouTube, amassing power, amassing resources, amassing, quote, receipts, and how everything finally fell apart. So because of the tabloidy celebrity nature off the topic that we're discussing today, we really wanted to stick to the facts. Um, there are some undeniable facts, albeit there's so much information out there, and it's just not possible to keep up. And there's so many players out there that we wanted to have this episode be as digestible as possible for a listener that could easily and normally be overwhelmed by the amount of crap that's coming out of this, quote, feud, um, that's coming out of... of of the the dumpster fire that is the dumpster fire yeah the dumpster fire that is this 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 youtube drama it's so petty it's so terrible and everybody involved is a garbage person mhm that's what was funny about like researching this episode is because it was so petty i had to work really hard to be motivated to actually read it because i was like wait there are literally so many things that I give way more shits about than like fucking gummy vitamins. And to quote another influencer um, and to ground us constantly in the work we're doing, um, I want to quote Courtney Kardashian by saying, there's people that are dying, Cam. <laughs> All right. So let's start with the let's start with the youtuber that has the the longer youtube history um let's let's take it away louise shane dawson Ugh. so shane dawson is a youtuber actor writer comedian musician and makeup artist do, do you think a lot of these titles are like self-proclaimed yes <laughs> musician like no he is primarily known for his youtube channel but uh, has began dabbling in documentary-length videos and conspiracy theory series on YouTube and just all things social media-related. He has gained the nickname as one of the kings of YouTube. Not with that skin. <laughs> no. Well, maybe. You know, the, the, the kings of past had, like, weren't they really inbred? They were really inbred, and they just, like, doused themselves in, in like, chalk powder. <laughs> that's that's Shane Dawson. So he was born Shay Shane Lee Yaw. I don't know how Dawson came about from that, but that's okay. From it came from shame. <laughs> he had he was obviously ashamed of his fucking name. He was named Yaw. Lee Yaw. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Uh, he was born July nineteenth. 1988. So what sign is that? He's a fucking cancer. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, you guys have so much in common. We do. Our racist pasts. <laughs> our, our zodiac. But you have like way better skin than this fucker though. <laughs> that's that's honestly I can excuse the racism, but thank you for telling me <laughs> that I have better skin. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh he grew up in Long Beach, California in with a single mom and two brothers. And all I could really find about his formative years is that he was often bullied for his weight. 
A general description of Shane's early work goes like this. So in 2008, he got into YouTube and began making quote unquote sketch comedy videos, usually with himself as the main character, where he would make fun of popular culture. By 2010, he had over 500 million views. From 2013 to 2017, he had a podcast called Shane and Friends. And in 2015, he began conspiracy show called Conspiracy Series with Shane Dawson. And in 2018, he released two New York Times bestsellers called I Hate My Selfie and It Gets Worse, which kind of sounds like my life. (laughs) However, when you look at the details and the content within that timeline, that's where this garbage person fucking comes to life. His humor and his content was highly based on shock value and offensive humor that relied heavily on stereotypes for his character inspiration. So let's start with his videos. So with his older videos, he used racist shit, stereotypes, blackface, sexual assault jokes. He would use ableist jokes he would do some bestiality jokes that were kind of weird, pedophilia, and um, he knew that they they were wrong. On one at the end of some of these videos, he would say, "Yeah, so this this thing, you know, this video is pretty shocking. Some of these things will probably come back to haunt me, but oh well, it's for comedy." So let let's kind of go into what some of the content of those videos had. So first of all, he made a number of rape jokes in his videos, especially where women were knocked out first and then were dragged into like a dark hallway. He also made some ableist jokes saying that he really likes to bring home girls that are handicapped. He has a shit ton of racist jokes. So he was known for using blackface in a lot of his videos. He used blackface to make fun of Sister Sister, starring Tia and Tamara Mari. He used blackface to make fun of Randy Jackson from American Idol, Liberty Van Zant from Degrassi, and more. He also did a blackface video of himself being Nicki Minaj. He used the N-word quite a bit. He had the word of the day, and on one occasion, the word of the day was the N-word. And then um, he proceeded to make jokes relating to the word of the day. He also made some videos saying that just because he doesn't invite his black neighbors over doesn't mean he's racist. It means he's careful. He also made a video about Asian bitches trying to making videos about makeup and that they should just stick to what they know, like how to make how to do good blowjobs and do nails. He also made a number of Mexican jokes. For example, he a running joke was that he had a maid. He like called her to come clean up a mess and that he was like, Oh, I hope she doesn't slip and fall. I know Mexicans love filing lawsuits. He also made some pedophilia jokes, for example, talking about the kids in the ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese. And then he starts like getting turned on by it. And yeah, this is just some of it. There's there's lots, lots of that. So he later apologized for the content of these controversies when they came to light. And he said that he had learned from the controversy, which like whatever. I was listening to a podcast earlier in the week where he had made a joke about his cat. Oh, yeah. That's my next bullet point. So (laughs) go on. (laughs) Anyway, so he had a shitty podcast 
in 2014 on his podcast, Shane and Friends, he made jokes about pedophilia and talked about coming on his cat. These comments resurfaced again in 2018, where, of course, he apologized. So, like I had said before, he eventually made a transition into documentaries. So, what his first documentary was sparked by the TanaCon controversy. Have you ever heard of that? No. No. Okay. What what, what does it sound like? What does TanaCon sound like? Like a Decepticon? No, I just I just think of like either like a like I think of a disease outbreak or like or maybe Tanacon is going to be the chips that Bill Gates is going to put into the coronavirus vaccine. That that's it right there. <laughs> you hit it on you hit it on the head. Yeah. Well, so I'm not going to go too much into the Tanacon uh, documentary, but <laughs> I watched the whole first part which is like 40 minutes of my life that I will never get back. So pretty much what TanaCon was. Um, have you ever heard of the influencer named Tana? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know her. Hold on. Mongo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She she looks like, she kind of looks like, like a knockoff Kardashian. <laughs> no, I have to Google it again. She looks like, I don't know if, 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 if some of our... British listeners would get this, but she looks like a very Essex girl and not the nice and, and not the nice kind. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But she yeah. doesn't wear she, she doesn't wear any of the sparkles or any of the leopard prints or any of the over the top things, but she's definitely got the Essex girl look down, which is not a compliment, honey. <laughs> Pretty much TanaCon was supposed to be like a counter convention to VidCon which is a huge YouTube creator convention that had wronged her and other YouTubers in the past. So Tana made a video about it on her channel and said that she wanted to make a huge convention in Anaheim, California, and it was supposed to be better than VidCon and also free. I'm getting some Fire Festival vibes from this already. Oh, yeah. No, just you wait. <laughs> so, so, they, so she marketed it that it would be free and that like, a whole shit ton of famous influencers were, were going to be there, including Shane Dawson. So the festival was like a huge mess. The hotel venue could only hold a thousand people, but they sold 5,000 tickets. And like I said before, they marketed it as free, but pretty much everyone ended up buying tickets. Like there weren't any free tickets and people were really upset and they wanted refunds and all that stuff. And Shane was supposed to be there, but I guess it was such a mess and so poorly planned that he didn't show up. So he created a documentary in response to this called The Truth About TanaCon because it ended up being a fucking shit show. It ended up being straight up like fire festival, except for it was right in Anaheim, California. <laughs> it like it was a massacre. So the but what he focused on in the documentary was first of all the festival where the shit all went down. Like they went there, there was no security, so people were just like trying to get into this hotel. That um, I can imagine, like all, all the guests are like, "Have you ever like just fucked around with your Sims and have them just like walk in one place? Like all these yeah. like all these like beauty." zombies just walking around just like they're w clearly walking into a wall but they just keep walking but they just mm -hmm. keep pressing up against the wall yeah yeah and then they and then they take their plants and put it by the fireplace and then set their house on fire that's what they do <laughs> next 
so I just watched part one, but he goes like into the conspiracy theories and how he thinks it was ran by like the Illuminati. The, the Illuminati. No. The Illuminati <laughs> being... invites you to Tanacon. <laughs> That's and Tana it, it shows Tana with like like pyramids in her eyes that are glowing. Are you hi everybody? Are you ready to die for the Rothschilds? <laughs> <laughs> so good. But pretty much he talks about how Tanacon was ran by this really shitty company called Good Times and it was their fault and definitely not and not Tana's and definitely not Shane's. But I don't want to get into that too much. I just thought it was interesting that so much of the documentary showed himself in a light that he seemed to go above and beyond for his fans because he cared so much, but it it did not feel genuine at all. It just, it felt very fake. And it was also, I don't know, it was just kind of ridiculous. Like he invited two young fans over these two girls and Shane like mourned over their sunburns. It was just stupid. I don't know. That's 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 interesting that they had the, the little slumber party because I'm sh- I I it, it it's it's going to be probably a strategy he uses down the line. Yeah, totally. But so after that, he made a documentary about Jeffrey Star, your your man. It's called The Secret World of Jeffrey Star. And this is kind of where their relationship begins. Um, what a shit fucking name for a documentary. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. I agree. Can you imagine you're like an, you're like an up and coming self-proclaimed documentary filmmaker and you want to film um, the, the life of someone rich and then you call it the secret life of Jeffree Star. Come on. <laughs> or the secret life of pets. <laughs> He also did another documentary called The Mind of Jake Paul, which is another like shitty name for a documentary that follows the life of Jake Paul, who's another um, influencer, YouTube star who he's garbage. Um, isn't he, all isn't he that idiot that that went into the Akigihara, the Japanese forest? Oh, that's his brother. Oh, my God. These fucking guys. Oh, <sighs> Sorry, everybody. His brother is a garbage person. <laughs> he is too, though. He's like a con artist. Who we like? We could legit do a whole episode on him, but I'm not going to dive into it. But they, the goal of the documentary, The Mind of Jake Paul, is to cover the fact that that Shane Dawson believes that Jake Paul has antisocial personality disorder, and so the documentary is meant to like expose him. That's so fucked up. You believe someone might have like a mental disability or some some kind of mental condition that causes them to act up, act out, or have less of like a impulse control, and you want to expose them? Fuck. Yeah. Well, it's. I think the worst part is that Shane really has no room to talk about shitty behavior. It's like if someone else is shitty, they're a sociopath. But if Shane is shitty, it's because of his tough childhood. But anyways. Both documentaries, though, with Jeffree Star and Jake Paul address the YouTube star's racist past. And Shane has been criticized for being too uh, too sympathetic for towards the uh, racist past, which, um, of course, he has because he's done the same shit over and over again and probably doesn't 
seem to actually feel that bad about it. What do you expect, Louise? It's white people interviewing other white people about racist stuff. Of course, they're going (laughs) to absolve each other of any sort of responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) Did you not consider that? Yeah, that's my bad. So he has also done some conspiracy theory documentaries, which include subliminal messages and cartoons Chuck E. Cheese Pizza, the Apple FaceTime glitches, Flat Earth, the moon landing is fake, and also the 9-11 inside job conspiracy theories. Um, He has covered all of those. And then in 2019, he made another documentary about Jeffree Star, which we're going to get into in a little bit, but it is called The Beautiful World of Jeffree Star. So as he's getting older, his old YouTube racist, ableist, pedophilic content keeps coming back to haunt him, and he's made a number of half-assed apologies for his old videos, but still controversy continues to follow him. But in uh, June 26, 2020, so this year, he wanted to make sure we knew how sorry he was when he made the 20-minute video called Taking Accountability, which was inspired by... Jenna Marvel's YouTube video called A Message. They both addressed their past of problematic content. Jenna's was met with much more acceptance while Shane's was met with rejection. So he'd apologized for his past. He said that he wanted everyone to know, to know that his apologies in the past were not genuine, that they quote unquote sucked. That is, oh God, somebody's playing the big bad wolf here the wolf no the wolf in sheep's clothing because now who who the fuck believes this one now everybody ignore ignore my past apologies but this one this time this time it's real no exactly and he said that he should have been punished for those things and actually held accountable he addresses that the specific times that he made the racist videos his use of blackface he said that he didn't read into the history of blackface and why it was so fucked he also brought up his behavior from his fans towards YouTuber Francesca Ramsey, and he apologized for that. He said he understands that if people no longer want to support him or accept his apology, he said that he dealt the he kept bringing up that he was dealing with the pain of his childhood by making crude jokes, and he said that he did it for shock value and that they were gross and it was not real to him. If you continuously, if you if you resort to shock value all the time, you were never funny to begin with. Yeah, exactly. So he did this big long video. He said he was willing to lo- lose everything. He said it's go time, and that he was so sorry for everything that he had said. And he also brought up that he had never, ever, ever actually made any specific comments towards about a child in a sexual manner. He said he's never done that. However, hours later after the video was posted, Jaden Smith accused Dawson of, well, it said he accused, but he like, he just showed the video of Shane Dawson touching himself while looking at the poster of 11 year old Willow Smith. So, which he forgot to acknowledge that in the video. So the video was, was really not well received. And I feel like it was best summed up by a follower of Shane Dawson's who tweeted at him in response. Um, And this person said, wow, Shane Dawson really said, sorry for being a racist pedophile. I was sad. That's true. Yeah, I, I made poor choices, but I couldn't help it. Or I have friends that make poor choices, but they're damaged. 
that was what I got out of it. So I don't know. What what were your thoughts? Mm, I mean, my thoughts are you're a 30 year old man um, <laughs> who makes millions of dollars at, at the end of the day. He's like, 32. Oh, Lord. I'm 30. <laughs> <laughs> um, who has like millions of dollars, like get your shit together or or just stop being a garbage. I don't know. Just get your shit together. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, and I feel like a big difference also between there were lots of differences, obviously, between what Jenna Marbles said on her video versus what Shane Dawson said on his Jenna Marbles was like, I'm just going to leave my platform. I don't deserve it anymore is pretty much like the gist where he was kind of like, I hope you accept my apology. I hope you still support me. I probably should have lost everything, but I didn't. I'm still here. So, I mean, I hope you're still around. I was sad. (laughs) But yeah. So anyways, Shane Dawson still has a shit ton of followers. However, Target has removed his books from their shelves And I have more to say about the video that he posted, the apology video, but we will talk about that more later. So for now, let's hear about what should we call Jeffrey? He's like a, like a space alien. Oh, I I have one for Jeffrey Star. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have one for Jeffrey Star. He does look kind of like a mole rat, but then, I mean, I'm not going to say something that already hasn't been said about Jeffrey Star before. (laughs) so i'll just get into it jeffrey star born november 15th 1985 scorpio this is attack of the water signs today (laughs) uh i think it always is is it it's usually attack on the water signs it's never attack off the water signs oh okay yeah entrepreneur singer um and founder yeah have you heard Jeffree Star's music. <laughs> Have you? Yes. <laughs> I actually had the misfortune of listening to his music. It was terrible. It was fucking terrible. But more on that in a little bit. A little background on Jeffrey. He was born in Los Angeles County. And from a very young age, um, got by with modeling, music, makeup gigs um, in his younger years. He used... Um, social networking website myspace to further both his music as well as his fashion and design career he would also use myspace to create vlogs he would frequently talk about fame and beauty and life Um, he was also popular because he was kind of an asshole to people like the really catty kind not the haha asshole but the yikes asshole which like sometimes i love the catty asshole, not this one. Yeah. And and, and the cattiness was basically veiled racism. That that's where the cattiness no, comes ex- from. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Veiled racism um, or like I'm gonna or you're gonna disappear and no one's gonna see you again. Yeah. So he also gained fame as one of the most popular independent artists with daily rankings placing him at the top tier of MySpace, which is his music. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, really, really trying to be supportive here, but the music is so gross. It's like the, do you know the the, the pen, pineapple pen guy? Uh-huh. Pineapple pen. Pineapple bubble. Uh-huh. That's what it was mashed up with the worst kind of gay party music. 
Like, yeah. I, I, like I, I want you to think <laughs> of like ODing on ketamine while you're on a float in Mykonos. <laughs> and like your, your ass is clenched because it's full of cum. <laughs> and Lindsay Lohan's on the stage, just like. Just like humping, like humping the, like the edge of the fucking table, like yeah. the DJ table. And like people are getting high off her sweat. <laughs> because it's full of cocaine. They're like bottling it. And then um, no, his music reminded me of like, is it Charles Manson? No. Marilyn Manson? <laughs> what, wasn't Charles Manson the murderer? Yeah, it reminds me. That's what I sorry. <laughs> did it want you did it make you want to kill yourself? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And then I carve an upside down cross into my forehead. <laughs> no, um, it was like Marilyn Manson meets like Kylie Minogue. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. Really? Because <laughs> his voice was so bad. And Marilyn Manson has like vocals. That's what I'm thinking of. I would rather listen to a looped audio file of my parents having old people sex. <laughs> oh, no. While I was like cuffed to a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna listen to one right now, really quick. Listen to the one with Nicki Minaj. Oh God! You're, 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 it's listening to this music, Louise is going to age you four years. Oh, I can't afford that. <laughs> but hey, you know his music still made a splash, and I'll let other people be the judge of that. He even did a song with Nicki Minaj. No, it wasn't good either. <laughs> that sometimes I'm like Nicki, will you just will you collab with anybody? Anyway, in his early days, he recorded. Um, he was recorded um, speaking into the camera, saying, "I win by having diamond rims, and you win by being a poor Mexican." Ooh. He he was filmed filmed screaming at people on the street, saying, "Shut up, you stupid n-word, bitch." Um, his other racist rants included talking about how he uh, he was he was asking uh, folks to beat that n-word up for me she is a fucking n-word um you're a fucking n-word you fucking ugly ass bitch fuck you ho C- calling people cunts did you see the video where him and shane are like they're sitting in their little lounge talking together and they're talking about that video one of the videos where jeffrey calls like, I think it's a group of girls or something, the N-word. Yeah. Yeah. And then he said, I called them that because they called me a freak. And then Jeffrey said, well, the thing is, they weren't even black, which it's like, okay, but you're like missing the point, Jeffrey. Yeah, I I, I read that. And, and then he was like, I just wanted, because they hit me back with a, with a, with a bad word. I'm going to hit him back with something, with something equally bad. And it's like, sweetie, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. And there's like plenty of other terrible things you can call people. You know what it is, is Louise, you have a foul mouth. I have a foul mouth. What? And I'm sure we have <laughs> we have no problem lashing no out. No one told me this. <laughs> you have a garbage mouth, let me tell you that. And I feel like we we would have no problem lashing out and, and calling someone some pretty mean words. The only difference, I think, is that we know that a word like that, like the N-word, rolls out of Jeffrey Stars' mouth a lot more than we probably think it does. And if you're willing to jump straight to that word, we know that it's probably a commonly used word for you. Totally. And it also rolls out of Jeffree Star's mouth in such a way because of his like 
his like reptilian space alien tongue. Yep. Sorry, he was recorded saying, bitch, I'll kill you like Anna Anna Nicole, you fucking skank bitch. (gasps) No, that's horrible. (laughs) It gets worse. Um, So what did Anna Nicole ever do to Jeffree Star? (laughs) Maybe Jeffrey. What did Anna Nicole ever do to Jeffree Star? I think Anna Nicole looked like what Jeffree Star wanted to look. Yeah. And married a man that Jeffree Star Probably wanted to marry, yeah. A rich corpse, that's... And Jeffrey's real jealous now. Jeffrey even threatened to throw battery acid um, at a black woman's face, and he said the following, Well, maybe if she wasn't wearing the wrong foundation color, I wouldn't have had to splash no battery acid to lighten her skin tone, girl. Ooh, that's bad. Yeah. And again, these videos are out there. I'm not going to encourage watching it. They don't deserve any airtime. They don't deserve your viewership, but they're pretty gross. So in 2014, Jeffrey Star, and, and all these videos were like between 2008 and 2010. Um, in 2014, Jeffrey Star founded the online store called Jeffrey Star Cosmetics. And Shane Dawson's documentary covers Jeffrey's early life and run-ins, but I genuinely don't believe in Shane Dawson's storytelling, specifically because of the stuff you brought up, Louise. Like, it's just not genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and there's a lot of evidence out there to show that that was a PR documentary. Mm-hmm. That's all that it was. It was to not only highlight Jeffrey Star and bring him out of sort of the fringes of the makeup world and more into the mainstream, but also to save Shane Dawson's career because it was falling. He was starting to become very irrelevant and this would help him sort of rebrand himself as well. That's so shocking that a frumpy 32 year old with horrible skin would start to become irrelevant. (laughs) What is this world coming to? Well, we have a frumpy 70 something year old with the horrible skin, who's the president? Yeah. We have a lot of frumpy old nasty men doing a lot of nasty things. But I also think that uh, Donald Trump is like 8,000 years old. <laughs> or maybe he's just 30. <laughs> it's like that, that meme where it's like an old lady sipping a cup of tea and she's like, being a teacher is not that hard. I'm 29 and I feel great. <laughs> I think he's 30 and he's just jacked up on rich people cocaine. Yeah. And and sucking the life force out of young girls on that fancy island that he goes to. Oh, fuck. Have you seen the com- Simpsons commercial where it shows Donald Trump getting ready in the morning? And he looks like a naked mole rat with like a nightcap on. And you just hear all this like heavy machinery working on his face. And they like put a bunch of Botox in him and spray him orange and then put a puppy on his head. And the puppy like flattens down into his hair. <laughs> Basically, that's how Jeffree Star um, dresses up too. Yeah. He like rises up out of a coffin <laughs> after sleeping upside down. Or he gets just beamed down from the mothership. <laughs> Every morning. and while he does that music plays like the song of him and Nicki Minaj (laughs) Um, but I don't want to spend I don't want to spend too much time on his early years and a little more time on his contemporary garbage 
So in 2016, Kat Von D, who's kind of also like a little bit of a garbage person, um, posted an Instagram yeah, she's photo. She's kind of wacky. And she's wacky and anti-Semitic. Oh, yes. So she posted an Instagram photo of Jeffrey's face with a no entry sign saying that she wanted to distance and, and disassociate herself from him. It says, after years of making excuses um, for and rationalizing Jeffrey's inappropriate behavior, including promoting drug use, racism and bullying i can no longer hold my tongue after recent events i know that over the years many of you were introduced to jeffrey through me and regardless if you choose to continue to follow him or not i just would like to disassociate myself from him and his brand from this point on i plan on posting a video explanation as to why i felt compelled to make such a statement but for the time being i simply want to apologize to anybody and everybody who has ever had to deal with any of his negativity and yes with a heavy heart i will be pulling the shade jeffrey from my collection blah 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 hmm. so right. even even anti-semitic kat von d is like oh this guy is racist <laughs> fine people on both sides yeah yeah <laughs> So in 2017, his makeup line blew up. He he really did carve out a huge segment into the beauty industry and saved us all from the terror that was his music. I guess it was the lesser of two evils. <laughs> Can you imagine? Shane Dawson does a, does a documentary about the subliminal messages in Jeffree Star's music. And in reality, like when you listen to Jeffree Star's music in reverse... It, it plays you like a monologue from like a conversion therapy session. Yeah. <laughs> this Listening to this music makes me hate being gay. <laughs> I can't figure out why, but whenever I hear Beauty Killer, I just feel an overwhelming desire to go to church. <laughs> it's like that Hotel California song where you hear the sounds of people screaming from hell. This is this is. This is the, right there too. Yeah, you you hear the songs of all the homosexuals that are in purgatory. <laughs> help me! Help me! <laughs> so after all of this, in 2017, Jeffrey releases an apology video titled "Racism." <laughs> Hi, everybody! Welcome back to my channel. Today, we're going to be talking about racism. <laughs> Which was a non-apology video. He said, racism doesn't live inside me. I don't know how it lives inside people with no, this rate. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of room because I'm sure he has a gaping fucking asshole where it hides up. That's what I was going to say. I feel like if you were to open up Jeffree Star, it would just be like empty. There might be some like crumpled up newspaper and then racism. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So with his racism trailing close behind him, Jeffree Star kept climbing higher and higher and higher into the beauty mainstream. Obviously, with the support of a lot of a lot of his fans that said, "Well, that was in his past. He's different now. He's changed now." Well, you know how that generally goes. Mm -hmm. And Jeffrey finally meets Shane Dawson, who Shane fucking Dawson sounds like SpongeBob, but SpongeBob has better skin texture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Shane Dawson kind of does sound like nasally, like, "Hi, everybody. I'm Shane Dawson." Like uh -huh. that's that's basically what he sounds like. Anyway. Well, and about this time, Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star begin to work together. So like I had said earlier in the episode, Shane had made two documentaries about Jeffree Star. 
The first was The Secret Life of Jeffree Star in 2018. And then one year later, he made another documentary called The Beautiful World of Jeffree Star. So in this video, it shows Shane Dawson and Jeffree um, Star working together to release their new makeup line called The Conspiracy Collection. Speaking of conspiracy... Don't you think that Jeffree Star, I just thought about this, but don't you think that Jeffree Star kind of looks like what Kathy Griffin would have looked like if her plastic surgery didn't end up botched? (laughs) Well, he's still young. He might still end up looking exactly like Kathy Griffin. (laughs) He's 34, though. He's not very young. Well, how old is Kathy Griffin? She's not like 110. (laughs) Yeah, Maybe they're from the same planet. What if the the episode art for this is just like Shane Dawson looking like really red and blotchy talking to Jeffree Star, who's just like a green alien with a wig on. (laughs) And the actual like um, pale complexion is is just only foundation. (laughs) I mean, that speaks for a great product then if he can turn his green skin into pasty, pasty white. (laughs) (laughs) So... The year that Shane and Jeffrey launched their conspiracy collection line, drama went down with their competitor, James Charles. And James Charles is a social media influencer in the beauty world. And does he do anything else? I didn't. I'm not. This isn't. I'm not saying this to be funny, but he considers himself a singer, too. Oh, my God. Why? He literally sounds like someone choking on a dick. Like, (laughs) like when you have a full mouth, when a dick is in your mouth and you try to speak. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> and so Tati Westbrook, she's a YouTuber on and a makeup artist. Her and James Charles were very close for a very long time. And she kind of like my understanding is that she kind of took James Charles under her wing to like kind of be an, an, a mentor in the beauty world. And they had a very close relationship for the vast majority of their career uh tati is much older than james so tati in may of 2019 uploaded a video criticizing james that he had no loyalty because he wasn't supporting her gummy vitamin brand that makes me so upset i just hate it when my friends don't support my gummy brand yeah i just can't lose another friend over this well i have really bad news for you like, <laughs> please tell me you please tell I me i fucking hate your gummy brand <laughs> which this is so petty and no one really cared about and they've backtracked by saying well it was never about the gummy bears bitch come on when there's money involved y'all y'all are all competitors competing for the same market yes um don't tell me this doesn't bother you but then she began saying that he would sexually harass that he would sexually harass straight men, manipulate people's sexuality, and use fame, power, and money to play with people's emotions, and that he flirts with straight men and makes them feel uncomfortable. It made massive news in 2019 and sent shockwaves through the beauty community, which honestly, I don't know how the real world pays attention to this. Is is this beauty community that in, insular? I don't know. Anyway. I think it is because I didn't know like any of this shit before. Do you feel like a more rounded human being now that you do know more about this? No, I think, I think I've lost years off my life. 
I feel like I've smoked like a 12 pack yeah. of cigarettes, like 12 whole packs of cigarettes. What is that? 11 minutes off your life each. So that's like 122 minutes gone. Yep. That gives me exactly 15 more years. Because <laughs> I'm done. I'm I'm done after like 42. So after Tati started talking about James, fucking Jeffree Star had to jump in and say his shit. And he tweeted that James Charles was a was a predator. So James made a video in response titled No More Lies. I hate how they all have like these really ridiculous titles to their their videos. It's so dramatic, isn't it? No more lies. Accountability. Racism. Racism. (laughs) (laughs) So, but he wanted to address the comments from Tati. He also highlighted the toxicity in the YouTube community that relies on stereotypes of gay men being predatory. And throughout all of this, James Charles lost millions of followers. So during this time, um, Jeffree Star chimes in and he inserted himself into this feud by saying that James Charles was a danger to society and he had receipts. And so by receipts, um, he meant that he had audio recordings of people talking about their sexual assault experiences Mm -hmm. with James Charles, apparently, allegedly. And so he would apparently play it to a lot of people um without going into too much detail to saturate everybody he had receipts where apparently it it proved that james charles was a danger to people and so over a year later um rumors started to stir that maybe shane dawson had played a role in the drama between james charles and tati westbrook so on june 30th 2020, a few days after Shane Dawson released his apology video titled Taking Accountability, where we see his nasty, blotchy skin in in full view. His skin looks like Amy Adams in Sharp Objects when she's supposed to be playing a low-functioning alcoholic. (laughs) I was going to go real simple with it. It looks like the surface of the moon. (laughs) So yeah, Tati released a video on her YouTube channel detailing the events of what happened with James. So the video was titled Breaking My Silence. Um, And (laughs) fuck, these... these... (laughs) Can you okay? Let's let, let's take some time to imagine what our accountability accountability videos would look like, Louise. If we were in trouble, just throw some titles at me. Um, my dying breath. <laughs> um, my life. <laughs> Looking back. <laughs> Brushes and bruises. <laughs> um, dear father. <laughs> So she released a video on her YouTube channel titled Breaking My Silence and the events of what happened with James. In the video, she said that Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star manipulated her into making these videos against James Charles. She said she didn't lie about what she said in her first video, but her first video and the anger associated with it came from her seeing James go down a wrong path. The wrong path to sugar bear hair. (laughs) Yep. And she and and she since she was genuinely angry at him. But prior to that, um, she said that something went down that made her create that video in the first place. So she said that she was um, that, that she went to meet Jeffree Star and Jeffree Star wouldn't stop talking about how much 
he didn't like James Charles and he kept talking and kept talking about James Charles and eventually, long story short, put her in touch with Shane Dawson and in, in typical documentary style, he kind of played games with her, really made her feel safe. And so she opened up to him about some of the frustrations that she was feeling about James Charles. Mm -hmm. And Shane Dawson then pushed her to make a video about it. And he even offered to edit the video. He even offered to create the thumbnail for the video. So he really pushed her um, to make the video. Jeffree Star sent her audio clippings of people talking about um, their experiences with, with James Charles. These are the receipts. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of made her create that video in the first place. And now her second video this year, which I I don't know if she's going to make another video next year. Let's just wait and see. What'll it be called? Um, A Way Forward. Yeah. Or Cleansing My Soul. (laughs) Positive Vibes Only. (laughs) Anyway, so that's basically it. And so from there... That was just basically the nuclear bomb. From then on, YouTubers, friends, people from all over that knew Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson started releasing videos about the threats they had experienced with them, very uncomfortable situations, racism, really, like, really, really terrible racist shit that had continued to happen way after all those apology videos. Mm -hmm. Really fucked up stuff. So now everything is on fire in that community. Part of me is looking real good. The lighting is really good. Those flames are really making my skin look good. Watching everything go up in flames. Because it's all so petty. Mm-hmm. It is so fucking petty in the grander scheme of things. Of of what's been going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, of just, you know, this year it's been a shit show. And these are just rich people squabbling over scraps. Yeah. It's just so strange to watch. Like scraps and attention. This is like Black Friday, but like a rich people's Black <laughs> Friday, but it happens but it happens every day. Yeah. And what is also interesting is that in Shane's newest apology video, he addressed the rumors that he was involved with Tati and James with the Tati and James Charles feud. But all he felt the need was to address that he said James needed to be humbled. There's nothing about like stirring the pot. Gosh, I just, you know what? I feel sorry for nobody. Does that make me an asshole? Does that make me a haha asshole or a yikes asshole? Haha. <laughs> I feel sorry for nobody here. Nobody. No. It's just a bunch of crocodile tears and it's a bunch of just garbage to me. Yeah, no, these are garbage people, all of them. So originally when we were talking about this episode, we were saying that, you know, Shane Dawson had released his video, Tati released hers, all these people released videos, and Jeffrey Dodge, I almost called him Jeffrey Dahmer, (laughs) Jeffrey Star was silent until three days ago when, when Jeffrey finally broke his silence. And I, when I saw his video... I just busted out laughing because he was, he looked like he was in a Russian czar living room with like a little fuzzy pink bathrobe. Yeah, it was like what cascading staircases, a golden couch, a pink robe. And I even looked at it and it was like Louis Vuitton slippers. Ugh. Hi, you guys. I just want to address um, the allegations against me. They're all fake. <laughs> like, that's basically what it was. Yeah, they're all fake. And then there's other things that we should be worrying about, which is like, that's true. But also, 
You're just deflecting. You are. And the fucked up part was he fucking brought up Black Lives Matter uh-huh. and he's like Brianna Taylor, George, George Floyd, um, all these names. Like, I'm just like you, you fucking garbage person. Yeah. You, it was, it wasn't even this, what this video wasn't even remorseful. It was like, it was just a, okay, I got to say something. Yeah. It was so tone deaf. Yeah. And then it immediately, right after, like maybe five minutes of like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. It went it went into, well, I'm releasing all these fun, amazing products in August. And I think that's what it came down to is he needed to say something. He needed to start putting his products out there again. He couldn't stay silent. And this was a marketing thing to get these products out there for whatever launches they have in August. So Jeffree Star's video should have actually been called coming soon. <laughs> That's true. What was his video called? Doing what's right. Doing what <laughs> Doing what's right. What are some al- alternate names for this video? <laughs> um send him to the gulag. No, you, you got to use the voice, Louise. I no. You have to use you have to use the I have been accused of racism. Um, and I have to apologize for it, voice. <laughs> so I think an alternate video for Jeffrey's apology, uh, an alternate name for Jeffrey's apology video would be, look at my couch. <laughs> or how many staircases do you have? <laughs> I have 14 staircases, but here are my favorites, my two favorites. <laughs> it, or it can be called, hello, Oh, I can hear my own echo in my home. <laughs> it was a shit video. Not worth watching. This is just a circle jerk. This is a big fucking circle jerk. Yeah. For someone that likes to play around with makeup, even for myself, I'm just thinking like, listen, just go to fucking like wherever and buy your fucking makeup. Like you don't have to follow these beauty people. Mm-hmm. It's their job to make themselves be relevant. It's their job to make themselves be noticed. You don't need any of that. Go into the store. You know what you're looking for. Go get your shit and go home because these these people are fucking garbage. And if you are interested in makeup, if you do if you do want to have fun, I'm telling you you can have that same fun without following these people like like they're celebrities. They have their own YouTube news channel that just covers their drama. It's just so strange. It's like I'm living in an alternate reality and I'm not even that old. Like as a 27 year old, I, I don't know where the fuck I am anymore. (laughs) I miss the good old days. I, (laughs) I just feel like I'm falling through space and there are these lips that are laughing at me and they're just very glossed, (gasps) glossy lips and like eyeballs with fire uh, like 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 flaming um comet looking eyeballs mm-hmm. i don't know i just feel like i'm lost in space and time and nothing is real and these fucking beauty influencers are just consuming our fucking lives mm-hmm. it's so strange i also don't want to sound like one of those idiots that are old that always has something to say there are amazing 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 artists out there that, that even i follow like like robert welsh for makeup, um, James Welsh, his twin brother for skincare, um, Jackie Ina, you know, um, who else? Who else? Bretman Rock. So, so there are some amazing people out there. Again, Robert Welsh, Jackie Ina, um, Bretman Rock that are doing some really fun, cool things. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to be pulled into that drama because it's just so strange. 
Totally agree. And also, why the fuck do you want to give your fucking money to racist ass people? And I am not going to buy a fucking palette or any fucking skincare product from someone that looks like fucking Shane Dawson. It might be problematic to say, but fuck no. <laughs> fuck no. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's all a capitalist ploy to make themselves relevant and you to think they're relevant. Mm-hmm. Just you know what's good for you. Do your own research. Um, don't follow the racists. It's really very simple. And you can get affordable stuff out there. There's no need for all the fancy shit. And you're 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 you're, pay- you're paying for name. You're paying for packaging. You don't need that. You need functionality, unless you're really into it. But I don't know. I just need shit that doesn't make me break out, and I found it, and that's what I stick to. Perfect. Well, you sound like such a fifty year old. I know. I'm like, I just need something for my crow's feet. I just use my oil of Olay, and I am good. <laughs> I use my essential oils. <laughs> Is that for your skin or for your cancer? <laughs> both. <laughs> it's the same oil for both? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. It cures my acne, it cures my cancer, and it cures my life. <laughs> well, this is great. And I think we have a garbage listener story this week. So our garbage person's name is Fur Mommy. Fur Mommy. <laughs> with like one, two, three, four, five, five R's. Fur Mommy. Ew. And their garbage story is... I don't know if I like that. <laughs> um, their garbage story is, my cat is a garbage person. She keeps killing local birds. <laughs> um, they are protected because they are specific to our area. And my cat my cat keeps leaving them on our porch. <laughs> that's that's that it. it? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that's kind of funny that it's so short, but that's, I mean, poor birds, but okay. Well, thank you for mommy. <laughs> thank you for mommy for, <laughs> um, be sure to listen to us on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. And if there's a platform you want us to be on, please let us know. We come out with episodes every Thursday. And if you know a garbage person, tell us about it on our website, garbage-nation.com. And you click on submit garbage. And you can also find our research citations, podcast art, and more. We are a new podcast and we heavily, heavily rely on your support. So please tell others about us. And another reminder to please give us a rating on whichever platform you listen to us on. Also, if you can leave a comment after your rating, that would be amazing. And all right, beauties, this is Adrian signing out. And I hope you have a garbage, garbage day. Bye. That's my Jeffrey voice. Bye. Bye. That's my Shane voice. Do you want to hear my Tati voice? Yes. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That's my Tati oh, voice. That's good. You sounded. <laughs> and you want to hear my James voice? Yes. Bye, sisters. <laughs> Bye.